We got five essential tips to help you take better photos with your iPhone. All right. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to the Essential Podcast. This is Tommy Barco with Barco Financial. We've got a special guest for you here today who is going to give you five essential tips for iPhone photography. This is perfect timing for the holidays, and we're going to get these tips from a professional photographer. He's got a great resume, and some of you may even know who he is. He has a bachelor's degree in commercial arts from UAB. He has been in photography for 10 years. He has personally taken photos for me and my family. They've been phenomenal. And now he is off to a extremely successful career in real estate photography. He is the guy to photograph real estate in our area here on the Gulf Coast and has got some other things going on too. We won't get into too much of that. But our special guest today is none other than Bailey Chastang. What's going on, man? Man, things are good. Things are really good. I'm uh, I'm pumped to be back in the office here, and uh, feels 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 good. Feels uh, this feels natural. And it's, it's been a while since I've been here, but it was picking up right after picking up where we left off. It's good. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you being here. And for those of you that don't know, because it's been some time now, Bailey. Bailey worked with me and our team here at Barco Financial and specifically helped with a lot of the Dave Ramsey capacity issues we yep. were dealing with, cultivated a lot of the great relationships that we still have today. So I know you guys are glad to hear from him. I've told some of you this, but Bailey and I have remained friends. We talk regularly and it was bittersweet to see him go, but he has really come into his own with the real estate photography stuff. Yeah, it's 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 been it's been amazing and uh, I mean it's it's the relationship that I made with Tommy and working here, that was, I cherish those times because we are very close friends just on a normal day, everyday basis. And we talk all the time. And so uh, that partnership that we had was awesome. And I learned so many things from working with Tommy that have helped me tremendously now in my career, just with how to handle business in general. And so I am so thankful for everything that I learned while I was here and all the relationships that I made with the ones that I know that are, are clients of his now. Yeah. People ask about you all the time, man. So appreciate you being with us for so long, even though it feels like some ways it feels like yesterday, some ways it feels like it, is it was weird. a it lifetime is so ago. Weird. Yeah. Cool. Well, as I already mentioned, Bailey is a very talented photographer and he uses all kinds of fancy, expensive gear that he tries to tell me about sometimes that I can't keep up with. <laughs> but most of us don't have that. That's why we pay people like him to take photos at weddings and stuff. But there is a powerful device in your pocket. Yes, it is. Most of you have an iPhone. This smartphone in your pocket has a great camera. And Bailey, I know you've heard this, said the best camera that you can get is the one that you have with you. That's right to capture those moments. So we're coming up here on the holiday, but this is good advice for any time of the year when you're with family or on a vacation. We got five essential tips to help you take better photos with your iPhone. Going to get these straight from the horse's mouth here. He's smiling. I know you can't hear, it, hear that. <laughs> and then give you a takeaway here at the end as well. So I'm excited to hear this. I'm always looking to improve my photography skills and can't wait to dive into it. So Bailey, give us the first one, man. So number one, use the volume button to prevent camera shake. Now, when I say use the volume button on your phone, that means the button that you're actually physically pushing to take the photo. 
A lot of people don't realize that the volume button on your iPhone, you can press the top volume button and it will actually take the photo without having to press it on the screen itself. Yeah. And so with that, it's going to help with number one, camera shake, because there's a lot of times when you're holding the phone up kind of in an awkward position, you're trying to push the button at the same time. And it's just really difficult when it's on the front of the screen, whenever you could do it with your thumb. And then also too, it helps too, if you're trying to you know, position the camera with, you know, family or something standing in front of you, you're trying to frame the shot. It's just more natural to press it the way you would press a regular camera button while uh, taking the photo. And so I think that's going to help a whole lot. Yeah. I like that. So on the iPhone, it is definitely the volume up button. Yes. A quick Google search here does reveal that there are ways to use that button on an Android device and just have to enable it apparently. Yes. So search for that because it's huge. So I'm guessing this is extremely useful in landscape mode, which would be when you're holding your phone sideways. That's right. It makes yeah. the picture you, the shape if, of if a normal picture. If you're taking a photo horizontal, like if you're taking photos of sunset or just a, a large group of people, yeah. then that button is going to be the one you want to go with. Because sure. you're already holding the phone that way. Exactly. And just keep all the fingers on the edges of the phone, and then you can use that volume button just like a regular camera. That's right. Because as soon as you take... As soon as you start to focus your attention on finding the button on your screen, you get the frame all out of whack and it gets blurry and it's just, it's not a good look. So just go with the button that's right there at your fingertip and it's going to work way better every single time. Mm, very practical. I like that one. Uh, my father-in-law needs that advice. He is <laughs> always hitting the wrong button when we try to get him to take pictures. So yep. we actively seek out someone else to take our family photos. If my, <laughs> my dad too. My dad too. He's He's got to work on that for sure. Awesome. Well, what's tip number two? Uh, number two is this. Is, now this is important because a lot of times with you have kids and stuff like that, it gets a little difficult because kids are moving around constantly. You can't, they're, they're constantly moving yeah. their heads around. They're not looking. So take, take as many photos as you can. Now I know as, as a grandparent, that might be difficult because I know the, the parents themselves, I'm in that spot right now with two young kids under four. We get a little frustrated. We're like, man, we got to move this along. This is taking way too long to get this picture. But just remember that getting as many photos as possible is the best thing so that you can go back and find that one perfect shot, you know, where they're actually looking at you and smiling so don't give up on it. Make sure you get a good shot. Take as many photos as you need. Yeah. So tip number two is take as many photos as you can of like the same shot is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Got everybody lined up saying cheese, snap three, four, five, seven, eight, just as many as you can as get. Many right? as you, especially if you have kids or young, young ones in the family and you just make sure you take a good bit so that you can try to get that perfect shot. Yeah. So I am old enough to remember pre-digital photography <laughs> and you had 35 or 38 or some number of limited amount of shots you didn't know what they looked like until you got them back from exactly. walmart and you had to crank it every time you want to take another oh, photo yeah. I, I could hear that sound right now so something kind of nostalgic about that but not ideal for an amateur photographer because you were getting shots of people with their eyes closed or exactly. off center or whatever hey digital cameras iPhone, smartphones, is a digital camera in your pocket. Take as many photos as you can. Yeah, the, the the basic model iPhone camera now comes with like 32 gigabytes of space, which is so much space to take photos yeah. on. That's the basic model. So just remember, you can stack your phone up with photos and, and get, the good, get the best shot. Perfect. Let's tell them tip number three. So tip number three is going to be experiment with perspective. And what that means is, 
a lot of times when people are taking photos, they don't realize that they're kind of getting the same boring picture all the time. So if you want to spice it up a little bit and get something that is going to be attractive to the eye whenever you're you post it on your Facebook or Instagram or whatever social media you're showing your friends and you want something to really stand out then changing your perspective is a big deal so for instance if you've got kids that are you know down on the floor opening gifts get down on their level you don't have to take it from standing up if you're standing up looking down at them all you're going to see is the top of their head and 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 it, hopefully they'll look up at you and then they're just they're looking directly up with their neck cocked back and just get down on their level and you'll find that when you're down there, it's a completely different world of photography and it really opens up the possibilities of what you can do with, with photography. I like that. So tell me about angles. Is there any kind of cool tip for like creative angles? Because anytime you see a picture, it could be something that everybody's photographed, but the one that jumps out beyond just the colors and the saturation, all that is the angle. So any, any, got any ideas around that? Yeah. And an angle has a lot to do with composition and uh, composition is, is a, a word where you basically you're wanting to set up the shot to where it's, it's an attractive angle and it's something that people are drawn, drawn to look at. So they, they talk about the rule of thirds and all that. And there's, that gets really deep. I'm not going to go into all that, No. but when you are taking a photo, just remember that you don't have to put the person directly in the middle of the image. So whenever you pull the, your camera up and your you know son or grandchild or, or your dog, whatever it may be, is, is there in the picture, you don't have to necessarily have them right in the center because sometimes that's just boring to look at it. And sometimes it's good to put them in the side of the photo or down in the bottom of the photo while showing maybe an angle of the Christmas tree or something like that just to kind of tell a story in your photo. Telling stories is what a photographer's job is. Their job is to tell a story through an image. So if you want to really, you know, impress someone, try to tell stories with your photos and that's going to help you a whole lot. Wow, dude, I love that. That's if you've tuned into the podcast, you just got your money's worth right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good stuff so far. We got a few more to go. What's the next one? So the next one is using portrait mode in your iPhone. And I know the Androids have this mode in it as well, maybe named a little bit differently, but uh, at the end of the day, it's, it's considered portrait mode. And what that is, is it's basically a mode that gives you the ability to make your photos look like professional level without having the professional photographer. Now, what when you use the portrait mode, it's going to give you that really strong depth of field. And what I mean by that is the person that's in the foreground that's in the focus is going to be very sharp and then the background is going to be blurred and so that 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 blurry background that's known as bokeh for professionals. It's that's one of our favorite words is we love the bokeh. And, uh, and like people spend a whole lot of money on really, really expensive lenses to be able to get that effect. And what's amazing about a lot of the newer iPhones is that the way they built it, it is automatically in your camera to give you that result. And it is incredible. It does an amazing job. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've used my phone and looked at it. It was like, wow, uh, I got a better 
picture with this than I did my actual camera. The, the iPhone can do a whole lot in the portrait mode. So definitely check that out, especially when you're taking pictures of your, your family and your kids, your grandkids, pets, whatever it may be. It's, it's going to help you tremendously. I don't recommend it in landscape. Like if you're taking photos of, you know, mountainside or something like that, because it's really not built for that. That's it's specifically built for whenever you're taking photos of a, a specific subject directly in front of you. Yeah. So when I use portrait mode and that's, you know, we love portrait mode. That's what you're always trying to get a photo in portrait mode because it looks so good. It'll actually look for faces and tell us to move back or move closer. So it's built for a face, a portrait. It's a portrait mode because you're taking a portrait of somebody. Okay. So all we need to do there is turn it on and then take the photo. Yep. Yep. So that's a cheap tip there, Bailey. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> so, so really all you, all you do is you just pull your, your camera setting up and you just swipe over and you'll find it. I mean, I think yeah. you swipe over twice and it's right there. It says there. portrait mm-hmm. and it does all the hard work. That's right. You just point and click. That's yeah. all you do. Cool. So I use the grid lines on my phone Yep. and I think, I feel like it helps me with portrait mode because when I'm using that mode, I'm not thinking so much about telling the story like you mentioned earlier. Exactly. Because like, the, the background's blurred and mm-hmm. stuff. So is that a good idea or should I turn those off? Yeah, I mean, that that can be used for that. It can be used for landscape. The, the grid can really help you with a lot of things, um, especially if you're trying to get your horizon line, line straight. For instance, if you're taking a picture of a sunset and you're wanting to get that horizon line just perfect, the grids really help with that. And also, too, about what I kind of mentioned earlier about the rule of thirds, I was kind of going deep into it. That's where they get that is because you're able to get a better composition with knowing, like, if I can get my subject on this top right corner here where this grid line meets, I know it's going to be much more interesting than what it be if I put it right in the center. So grid lines definitely help a lot with just getting things straight and also just kind of shaping your, your photo and getting it the way you want it. Okay, cool. So bonus tip there, turn on some grid lines. You can thank me for that one. (laughs) And I think we got one more, right? What's number five? So number five, I'm going to recommend using burst mode. Burst mode. Okay. So what is that? So burst mode is a mode in your camera that you're going to be able to turn it over to whenever you're wanting to catch pictures that are involving action. So fast motion, you know, you've got kids playing sports or your dog going crazy in the living room, whatever it may be that you're trying to catch and there's a lot of movement going on. iPhones are not great with catching action when you're doing single shots because you're going to get a lot of blur. They're not really designed to catch that fast action stuff, but whenever you put it in the burst mode, it gives you a way higher chance of catching that better image because it's taking multiple photos at the same time. And with that, it's just going to really heighten your chances and you're going to be able to find that you'll be able to get a lot more pictures from that moment too. So I would highly recommend going with the burst mode whenever you're trying to get photos of your kids, you know, running around Christmas morning, or if you got uh, somebody that's out playing baseball, football, whatever sport it may be, definitely turn on the burst mode if you're trying to get a good shot out of what they're doing. All right, so check this out. See if you can hear this. All right, that's the burst mode right there, if y'all can hear that. And while we were doing this, I was going to tell you how to make this work. On an iPhone, you usually just push and hold the white shutter button that's on the screen of the phone. Okay, so I think it's been that way for a long time. I was trying to make that sound that you guys just heard, and I couldn't get it to work on the iPhone 11 that I have. So we push pause, 
and we Googled it and we figured out that you have to do something a little different. So I thought I'd share it with you. If you have an older iPhone and, and by older, I mean, just like even a few months ago before the brand brand new one, you would be able to just hold that button down. But if you have the 11, you need to actually take, push that button and slide it to the left. Yeah, just swipe it left there and it hold goes. it down. Right. Yep. So if you just hold the button, it's going to start recording video, which is cool. But if you need to use this burst mode to capture these action shots or kids opening a present and snatching paper off and celebrating the excitement, <laughs> which is what we hope you're doing with this, then you're going to need that burst mode. And grab your phone if you have the 11 or better, play with it, get used to that little swipe to the left. Make sure you know how to do it so you can be ready to go. So we got five tips here. I think they're really good. We'll try to wrap it up here and keep it essential for you in essence of time. But let me recap. So we've got use the volume button. It keeps the phone still, helps you take the photo without shaking or distorting the picture. We've got take as many pictures as you can. We've got capture the right perspective or change the perspective. So get down on their level, play with the angles, tell a story with the photos. I love that. Number four was kind of a cheat tip, Bailey. It was use portrait mode. You don't really have to do anything but turn it on, and it's awesome but check it out. And number five is use burst mode to capture any kind of motion, any kind of action. All those are just really settings, tips within the phone, ways to look at how you're using it, just to make sure you get the best pictures that you can of the things that you really care about. Capture those memories, capture the times with loved ones on vacations, the pretty things that you're seeing and so on. So all of that I think is very practical. And in closing, I wanted to ask you, Bailey, because we were talking about this earlier, we're talking about like filters and different types of editing because there's a lot of magic, I think, that happens in the editing of the photos. That's right. And you said that there was an app that you thought would be very helpful to kind of take it to the next level. Yeah, yeah. So, Tell us about that a little bit. Yeah, for sure. So as a photographer, I mean, and any professional photographer will tell you that taking the image is just half the job. Editing is so important. So if you're if you've had the time or you care about you know doing some editing with a picture, uh, there's some really good apps out there. But the one rec uh, one that I highly recommend the most would be the Lightroom app. And that uh, is that app is uh, created by Adobe, which also makes Adobe Photoshop. And you've heard people say, you know, are you going to need to Photoshop that out? <laughs> uh, it's a very popular company and they, they do a lot of really awesome editing softwares. But Lightroom is the one app that I would highly recommend for your iPhone. Cool. And it's really easy to use. I mean, you don't have to have a subscription with Adobe to, to use it. Just just find it on the app store, download it, and just start working with it. It is, I will say this, if you have never dabbled with doing editing in the past, it may be a little bit of a learning curve, but there's enough on there that is, is pretty simple to kind of get started for a beginner and, and really kind of get to learn it. And the more that you play with it and the more that you use it, you'll find that it's really easy to get a really awesome looking picture without knowing a whole lot about it. Yeah. Awesome. So it's Adobe Lightroom photo editor. Is that right? That's right. All yep. right I'm, I'm looking at it. I'm downloading it now. It's got an LR on it for Lightroom, Yep. but the L is capitalized. The R is lowercase. Yep. And these, these pictures, which they're meant to, you know, sell the app, but they look awesome. Like <laughs> the things that they've enhanced, the way they've enhanced these photos. Yeah. Now I, I will say, although I know that they put those on there to, to, to make people to get the app, but I mean, it, it is, it's no joke. I mean, I, I've taken photos with my iPhone just traveling. And like you said at the very beginning, the best camera is the one that's in your pocket. Yeah. Uh, the one that you have with you at all times. Cause 
I mean, I, I don't always have my professional camera on me when big things happen. And so whenever yeah. you can capture those moments, being able to have this editing service to be able to go in and, and make the photo look even more amazing after the fact is, is a really good thing to have. Yeah, awesome. So it's got 4.8 out of 5 stars on reviews, and that's of 31,483 reviews. Yes. So pretty strong. It's actually number 27 top-ranked apps in photo and video on the iPhone app store. And, you know, I'm sure this is available on Android too. Yes. I would think yes. so. Adobe is very trusted, reputable developer. We like them a lot at our firm. We use it for other stuff too. So check that out. Great bonus tip, man. I've got it now. I can't wait to play with it. Awesome. So I don't know how much it'll help you. If, if you're selling a home, for sure if you're a realtor, but if you're selling your home and your realtor is not getting quality photos of your home or even you're selling on your own, you've got to get Bailey to come take pictures. He, his team, his company will do the best photography, real estate photography I have ever seen. He's been, <laughs> he's on an international magazine right now. I, I mean, it's just amazing the work that he does. If you need him, hit him up. But if you don't, check it out just for, for your viewing pleasure. He's on Instagram and Facebook. Those are probably the two best places where do we find you on Instagram? What's the handle? Yeah, so the Instagram handle is going to be B Chastang Photo. Okay, um, is perfect. where you'll find that. And then, then Facebook.com slash B Chastang Photo. Same Chastain. thing. Okay, mm-hmm. awesome. So those are easy to look at and find them. You got a lot of followers that are just like, dude, I follow you because it's just so awesome to see. <laughs> not even necessarily looking for houses or not in the market or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's, so it, it's it, worth checking out. It, it's kind of a little bit of a cult following. It's pretty neat. Yeah. I, I've, I've really enjoyed doing it for sure. That's awesome. And he does have a website. I've pulled it up here looking at his beautiful family. It's bchastangphoto.com. So if you're not on Instagram or Facebook or you want even more info, you can find him there too. So Bailey? Good to see you, man. Good to see you, man. I am. Uh, I'm excited that I got to do this. So thankful uh, for this opportunity to do this, and I hope that everybody's doing awesome. And maybe uh, one day I'll be able to come back around and see some of you. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Maybe we need to do a uh, that photography class we've been talking about for five That's years. That's right. Now. Yeah, do a dinner or something. <laughs> that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, awesome. All right, brother. Well, thanks to everybody for tuning in to the Essential Podcast. Hope you have a great end of the year. Hope you get some great photos. And until next time, keep it essential. Thanks for sticking around after the music. We just have a quick disclosure for you. Securities are offered through S.A. Stone Wealth Management, Inc., and advisory services are offered through S.A. Stone Investment Advisors, Inc.